episode where we get to talk about that. That's going to be some fun stuff. Be ready to turn off the counter. We yeah. are live. Yeah, I got no leg on my end. Oh, welcome oh you still have our mics on on this screen. <laughs> just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> okay. Wow, you caught me off like twice when I just do my intro. Failed. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Stop Following Me Podcast, Episode 3. As we continue to cover League of Legends World Championship 2022 with my co-host, Mighty Vicious. Are you okay now, I'm buddy? here. I'm here. Okay. He's, he's here. Okay. So uh, what's on the agenda for tonight? Uh, you would like me to talk about my experience at Worlds. Yeah, you went to Worlds. I've I've never been to Worlds. I haven't seen the man, the myth, Faker play. So I mean, tell me, what was it like? What was what was going on? It was amazing. No, okay. First, overall, uh, the Hulu Theater. I feel like it might be, have been smaller, and they should they could have gone a bigger stadium for more people. And first of all, LPL fan shows up. I could guarantee you like 90% of them are Chinese or at least love LPL because the whole shouting is just, you know, in Chinese, like fighting, fighting and everything. And very few um, LCK, I would say the majority is LPL. And uh, the first night, this first Friday, <laughs> we sat next to um, two Chinese um, gentlemen. And the thing is, I like about it, like, they're always rooting for everybody, not just one particular team. So, the, like, the environment was nice. It's not really, like, booing every day except EU. We boo yeah, them. yeah, they don't, they don't do, they don't do, like, uh, Americans, where it's like, yeah, go America. And if you're not American, it's like, boo. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, I sat over this side where all the casters and the, the, the state forum analyst desk were at. So I get to see their, you know, the behind all, not, not the front behind because they were facing toward the other, you know, the opposite direction. So it was really nice seeing those casters, you know, live. They look exactly <laughs> like in, on, you know, different, you know, real and live. So pretty. Yeah, did you get the hit on Dash? No, I think he's married. That never stopped you before. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Let me not slander your no, name. No, no, we say hi. You, you, you know, it, it's so funny when, when NA were playing, if they get a one or two, you know, kill, they all stand up. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, trying to get the crowd. But, you know, but, of course, it's zero nine, 9 so there's nothing really to be proud, ah! of, proud about. <laughs> the oh. line, let me, let me tell you, the line for the merch, for the champion, you know, the, the world championship stuff is ridiculous ridiculously crazy the first night like amazing line every time the break between games we went out and it was like super duper long it was ridiculously long and there is no booths for any of the teams nobody so it's very kind of where i thought i hype up like oh i would get to see different teams you know but they don't have that I wonder maybe because it's the vendor issues with the, the stadium between them and, you know, of the sponsorship or stuff like that. But there were mm. no sponsorship, which is kind of sucks. 
And even if there is no sponsorship, there is no C9 booth, there was no like any of the teams that participate. So it's a good opportunity for me like, hey, I would like to buy like a T1 jersey. Hey, I would like to buy an LPO, you know, EDG, RNG, you know, like give opportunity for fans to straight up and buy something from them, right? That's money making right there. Yeah. But none of that. I mean, you would, I mean, I wouldn't expect necessarily booths. Just because I feel like all of it would be under Riot, but I would expect a Riot booth that had everyone's stuff. No. And you're saying there was none of that? No. I mean, there's, I mean, you can see where, oh, I got my, my Corgi. Yeah. Yeah. But they sell like LeBlanc, like, like Riot merch is there. A world championship, like t-shirt, um, jersey, I'm, I'm sorry, um, you know, uh, what do you call those? Sweater, sweatshirt. The poncho stuff like that, but there is nothing else. Just straight up that. That seems weird. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That is weird. But the thing, but uh, the thing. Oh, didn't you get a C9 jersey? Yeah. Didn't it, it hasn't been brought over to you yet. No. So my friend got it for me for my birthday two weeks in advance, and they and we he didn't get until what what day was it? Oh my god, what's Monday? Monday was the tenth. Yeah. Yeah, more than two weeks, and I didn't. So you didn't get, get to I, wear I, your C9 no. jersey. And thank God. <laughs> I want to stay anonymous. Yes, like, I, I don't know. I'm not in A. I, I'm, I'm not in with A. The Asians. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I can't even claim I'm VCS because they 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 were kind of game was kind of trash too. But we get into that later. They but, won more games than us. No, they didn't. No, I'm talking about Vietnam. Oh. Period. Didn't they? No, they didn't win anything. They're zero three two. Oh really? I yeah. thought they won one. No. Where where where? What, what, what game are you watching? Cause uh, in in hey. uh, in, uh, in Doctor Strange alternative universe maybe. Maybe maybe I was just so like I said because of you I'm bought in. To my, to my Vietnamese brethren, and I, I'm here to represent. And, you know, I, maybe in my mind, I was like, everybody's doing better than NA. So, yeah, maybe so, I just created a uh, <laughs> a reality where they won one. So the back to my question to you is like, because they say World is in NA this year, so a lot of sponsorship, a lot of eyes on it. So my assumption is, they will probably show up like this is the greatest opportunity because it's 16 teams right now. When you get down to the quarterfinal, semifinal, there's nothing left, just LPL and LCK. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I know. Mean, I mean, so I, I, like I say, it, it to fully experience what you got to tailgate all the, you know, all the location that where they're going. And yeah, that that's a, that's a career by itself, which. I will start a GoFundMe page for next year. <laughs> Find me so, so so I can experience it fully and tell the fans all about it. So, I mean, well, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you had a good time that it yes. it was worth. Yes, the the best part was the T1 versus EDG, where the uh, T1 clapped EDG in like what 22 minutes. Yeah, I was there to witness the greatness. Faker on that, Akali. Faker. Did you you didn't try to kidnap him, did you? Because we were all worried about that. They weren't playing with security. Like you cannot even get 
So I told you, I told you. But, On TV, they hey, show hey. those teenagers with headsets standing in the back. I'm like, yo, there's some other dudes. <laughs> Actually, no. I, I try to win into the middle part so I can go down to take better pictures because I'm too on the one I was on the right side and they were on the mm -hmm. left side so hard. But let me tell you, it was it was some woman. I, I can take her. I've, she ain't she ain't knowing, okay? She ain't she's knowing. just she she's just working knowing. a job. How about you leave that woman alone? I'm just saying there's a possibility it's not a full grown man like six feet tall or the rock. You know, she she she's okay. She's she's not knowing. I I, I could try. I could try. Ah, sneak by her. Yes. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. So all right. Well, I guess let's get to talking about what's happened to our region so far you lead us in yes we at zero nine i think i think this might have been the worst start for na ever do you agree with do you agree with uh double lift who said that the problem is is that we can't lane is that north america for some reason has lost the ability to lane and we just get like dumpstered in the beginning of a game okay i can definitely speak for uh let's see um 100 thief bot lane was horrendous that were really bad c9 uh, i would say all three lanes <laughs> yeah they haven't been having the best but we'll get to their picks and i moment, think but so. however there were some good 100t game i have to give them credit and and ed yeah. too but overall, the number one C C nine, they they look the worst. They look I the agree. worst. And and we can talk about the, the, the pick and ban situation. So some of you know, you saw the LS about defending fudge overall, how people talk yeah. so that, that, that 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 that's fine. Okay. And then people say, you know, majority of the time it's not about pick and ban, it's more about the gameplay. Agree, but isn't also his situation that before taking the coaching position for C9 that he say the advantage of us is picking interesting pick that able to give us advantage in the game, but we did not see that at all. Mm. Right, didn't he say that if you're going to play the current meta or, or the current champion that's in the meta, you're not going to win against those other strong regions. Yeah. And it's shown, right? They 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 still yeah. they they pick the same overall. Like I and it did they do well? No. No. Do you so let me ask then, do you think if C9 had if LS hadn't left C9, do you think that they would have done better? I would say yes. Do you think they would have won um the NA split? So here's my question to you about NA split. Is it worth being a first seed? No. So if, I, if you I, win, I, if you win a spring split, it doesn't matter, right? If you win a summer split, it matter because you get the first uh, seed at the at seed. world. So yeah. to me, to question back to you is like, is even is it even worth it to bring win your region? Because what is your your the accolade of winning? your region versus doing well 
at Worlds, okay? If I can make it to the quarterfinal, of our semifinal, whatever, or even a final, is that worth more than winning a summer split in NA? I mean, the open, I mean, the, pretty much the answer is yes, you should still try to win your split because even if compared to other regions, you're going to get dumpstered, you at least still have, there's still something to winning your own region's championship. Well, to be fair. Like in the, sports. But look at double lift. They always make fun or whoever team that get first seed. They're like, ha, 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 look at you, zero this, zero that. And then Cloud9 has always been the behind seed. They have never ever first seed, but they tend to do well. So what does that stat shows us? I mean, I just think it's two different things. Like, it shows us what we talked about in the first episode, which is why NA is lagging behind all the other regions. And No, there is a I, lagging behind other regions, and it's also the performance. Like, how come C9... Because we can speak for C9, right? Because they're the one who actually had the best... Well, we can't speak for them. No, no, we can't but, speak for but them, we but, can... but we can speak based on their stats. I'm sorry. Yeah, based on mm. the stat that... They the one who had the best performance at Boro in it from an NA team. Yes, but it was a different team then. It, d it doesn't matter which team you 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 put in any team different. Like yeah, sneaky when uh you know, and then perks came in changing all of these changes. It, they still do somewhat good, and there's some year that they didn't make it. Was it 2020? Uh yeah yeah. But it's still better than any other NA teams. Not anymore. Yeah, and now that they're <laughs> speak now that is this the I'm just saying is it the curse of being the first C because who knows maybe I play, don't think maybe playing from behind is actually better than being just to step right into the group stage. Well, I do believe like yeah, there I do think there's something to that because like even though EG hasn't won anything in groups and none of them have like i think eg being able to play in the play-ins up through or yeah, yeah. in the play-ins up through allowed them to look a little more competent because everyone like there's always changes before world starts and if you step into where most people have, where there's no definitive meta, I mean, there's one forming now, but this has been one of the wildest metas, I think, because our first episode, we talked about how, you know, it was going to settle into the same old meta and, you know, see the same champions over and over. Now, we, we are getting a lot of similar champions, but it's still a little bit more open than I than any year I can think of really outside of super early on what, what, like super early I do like this year because going in the expectation were high for LCK and LPL right but it's not it's actually a pretty competitive game so far the, the LEC is doing really well they actually show up and actually performing really more than what we expected yeah. them to. And I give them credit. And you, and you know what happened. Whoever teams did well this year, they, they're going to end up over in NA. Last year. <laughs> yeah, Hansama, basically. Uh, what's the other guy? Inspire. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then they keep importing. 
that that's a different story, you know, and and still do not well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, yeah, it just it's it just comes down to they're not performing, and they don't look like they have an understand. They don't look like they have an understanding of what they can play. It's like they. Tr it's almost as if like what I got beat with. That's what I'm going to try, but I'm not really sure how to work it. Or as someone said, I, I, it might have been Double Lift or Medios who was saying that you know, are maybe they're just getting dumpstered so hard in scrims that they're just Sp they just like they're completely deflated. That was Sven. Sven. That's that. Oh, that was Sven Scaring that said that? No, okay. no, no. The, oh. the, the support. Sven? Yeah, Sven. Sven. You say Sven. It's Sven. That's oh, you know. Yeah. I'm a... Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. It's, I mean, that's just the bottom line. It's just NA is doing poorly as a region. And I mean, but even before we started this show, we talked about how NA look, didn't look great. And in, in, in like in the regular season, like they just didn't look, it didn't really look like there was a high level of play happening. Like now higher level than me, but, but not high level. So, I mean, that's why, oh, I don't even want to get on Jensen, but yeah, like Jensen, do you want to know someone who, who you can tell how they feel? Sven. Sven, when he's down, like when he's mad or like sad or frustrated, he can't hide any emotion on his face. Because that man literally was wrapping up his keyboard like he was ready to just go get on the plane. Like he looks so dejected. Was, but then we get to Jensen. Oh boy. Who literally has not, he might as well have not got off the plane, in my opinion. Like, he is playing so terribly that, what has he done? Like, what has he done in any game that they've played so far? Because I say nothing. I haven't seen one thing where I was like, oh, good, all right, Jensen, are we, we, we heating up now? I haven't seen anything. So that's the thing. He's been performing bad. And then you put the top to do to be the carry, but it doesn't work that way. It it just doesn't because you have all the lanes are weak, and you expect Fudge from behind to somehow magically carry against gonna carry the whole team against top team like EDG and T1, oh. even Fnatic. I mean, like how is that? I feel like it's just like what they did to Rush. Yeah, and we're we're not we're not. <laughs> We love we love Fudge, and you know, of course, we wanted him to do. Oh, well. Fudge Factor is real. Yeah, but at the same time, I I don't like we don't know anything about decision making behind the scene at within the teams. But I feel like if carry if you're gonna pick twice, carry top, and it doesn't work, put on a tank duty. I I mean, it doesn't sound great. It doesn't sound nice. But at the same time, you have to care. You have to put yourself as a meatball to help out. Your other lanes, and and I don't even know Blab would play good or not because that guy's hiding in the jungle most of the time. 
Yeah, like not, I said, I'm just like they did rush. Like, you yeah, but he can't do anything to affect the game state because every lane is just getting smashed. And that's why I said it's the same thing they did to Rush, where it was just like Rush is an aggressive player and he can't do anything to be aggressive because all of his lanes were getting smashed. Same thing is happening to Blabber, same thing is happening to Fudge. It's if you don't have any winning lanes. You can't do anything, nor can you bail another lane out. So all of them are just getting crushed and beat off the, the they're getting beat off the rift. Uh, Mike said in chat, Fudge Factor might be in an A, but versus the rest of the world, he ain't that over the top good. I think he is, I think he is good compared to other top laners. The problem is, is I, like I said, going back to that first thing, I don't think they know what to play. Like, it seems like they're trying to play something that they don't play. Like, they're all the NA teams, for the most part, are playing slow as hell. And everybody knows that C9 is at their best when they play fast. So why don't they play like that? Why why EG and Hunter D play more like C9 in the past than C9 themselves? And I would say it's probably because C9, like, I really do think they're they're tilted. I truly do. Because, it, like you said, with the picks, like the top lane, trying to pick carry for fudge. If you try to pick carry for fudge and the characters you're picking aren't getting him to the carry stage, why do you keep picking it? And it's the same thing. It's like they're not making any changes. Like, they're just losing. Like, they're just like, okay, we tried it. It didn't work. We tried it. It didn't work. We tried it. It still didn't work. Now we get to see next, you know, in the next stage of play if they change anything. But it feels like they think the meta is one thing. And they're trapping themselves in what they've seen other people do. Not playing to their strengths. And it, it's just, it's it's weird. I mean, Fudge, I, I do think, you know, uh, Mike, that I do think Fudge is good. I mean, I do think he compares, but none of them are playing at a level that's comparable to even what they did in playoffs. Like, I mean, and I'm not talking about versus another team. I mean, just period. You can tell their map movements are crap. Their vision is crap. Their character selection is crap. They don't help each other. It's just all disjointed. So I can't really blame one person or even say, oh, you're not that good against that. Like Jensen, I'll say that. Because in my opinion, Jensen has been overrated his entire career. Like he's, he beat wipe me off the face of the rift. So don't think I'm trying to talk open yet. Like I could, like I could take him. No, I couldn't take him. He's a professional player. So when I say that, I mean, He's just, they've always pumped him up as this, as a carry. And then it got reinforced when uh, uh, Reaper, Reaper was the head of C9. He loves playing through the middle lane. He just, that's, oh, that's like his main strategy is everyone supports mid, mid carry. That's been his whole game. That's why now Reaper, 100 Thieves, and who do they always talk about? The mid laner. But he's not doing Every, well. He's the worst. Well, no, 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 but but that's just it. 
he, if he's not doing well and that's where you're trying to put all your focus, that means the team loses. So it's it's I've always felt that Jensen was overrated and when he steps up against somebody that who who is a top tier person, like a top tier league player, he always loses. Always. That's how he started losing to Bjergsen. Then he started that that uh the meme tweet, what, like four years ago where he was like, time to clap Faker, and Faker clapped his ass. And then <laughs> and that's like a rolling meme now because he posted like every year he's in in uh worlds and every year he gets destroyed. But, yes, and then yeah. T one clapped C nine pretty fast too. But here back to back to the NA point. As the region, there's only what couple teams that are really high above, right? And then and the rest maybe six team, five to six team, are down here. So if you're always going to practice with only a few good teams when you show up worlds, how does that translate into your performance at world? And then you put into the first C, you put in playing with against the best of the best because you're first C, right? So you're going to versus JDG, Gen G, and then you know, the world tumbling down and they're like, oh no, we can't lane, we can't do this, we can't do that because they just pick us up at every little corner. But I, I but think, then but then but then the counterpoint to that they say they want to go to world because they want to play the against the best of the best. So when you scream when you screaming you know doing playing with them, do you learn anything? Or the only thing you learn is tilt and go home fast. They should have I I feel like riot for for fan purposes they should have a fifteen minute surrender. And competitive play at worlds. <laughs> just build that in. Vote, vote. See, just, 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 just go home. See, they used to, but they took it away because they think for fan appreciation, you shouldn't be allowed to quit because you're basically cutting people short on the money they paid. I so, don't know. You know the viewership went down in NA because they can't watch. Oh my god, I don't. I didn't watch the full thing, but I was so laughing so hard. I did. Did I send it to you? The uh, reckless was watching um, T1 and uh, yeah. C9. Yeah, he's like, even he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's right, though. One part, like, I was talking to Mike, and we're talking about, like, why teams always half-ass around um, objective. Like, even in one game against game, they're like, they were fighting around, like, oh, we don't want to just walk away, and the other team just get the hero. I'm like, yeah, what you think? You know, like, they there dancing around for a couple minutes. They're like, well, you're not going to do it. I dare you to do it. We're going to step in. Okay, you're not going to do it. Okay, we're just going to walk away. It's just like, why? And it's just not them. Other teams, too. And we see it all the time. They keep two teams meet around the river. You're not going to do it. Fine, I'll walk away. And then they just start and they get the free objective. Yeah, it's it's just they're trying to make calculations on whether or not if they lose this fight is the game over. And I'm not gonna lie, it has kind of felt that way this world. Where it's like, you know, normally when someone, you know, the meme of if you start a game and someone dies in the first like two minutes, they're like, ah, GG, it's over. Well, it was a meme, but now it feels like that's kind of the case. Because, you know, the the Chinese teams seem to be catching people 
extremely early every game. And it's like after you lose one fight, it's over. Like the, the, the team that blows it in that one instance or the bot lane that gets caught trying to go through Tribrush, like it all just seems to go to hell after that. So maybe they, maybe that's why. Because they're like, yo, if we lose this fight, we lose the game. And maybe that's maybe that's something having to do with balancing in the meta. Like maybe they just don't feel comfortable. I don't know. I watched uh, all the game game, you know, game BCS games. Mm -hmm. Yep, first few minutes, just dead, dead against DRX, against Rogue, and then what's the other team that they, they um, oh, I think, what, yep, then top eSport, yep, first few minutes, dead, and you, you know it's over, like 0 and 6 in the first 10 minutes, things like that, yeah, yeah. and I, it's just like, in the I bot lane, on the bot lane, you're giving over to some of the really good ADC carry so let me ask you before we get to our what na can do to have a better showing let me ask you does uh do we need to have double lift come back because i already told you i would love to have double lift and sneaky and like even though they play the same role but have double lift sneaky medios rush have all of them come and get picked up by a new team but like double lift if you've seen his games, he crushes everyone currently playing. Everyone. Like, even at the height of their hype, he's crushing people in Champions queue or in Solo queue. It's pretty insane how well he's doing. I think he needs to come back. And I didn't like Doublelift when he played. I, I've grown more fond of him since he started streaming and doing stuff with Sneaky and Medios. And it's more of the, it's the less competitive side of him. He's he's out to have fun, but he's at he's still at a level where he's crushing people. But I just wanted to throw that out because, I mean, of all the people that left. I think he I think the only reason he left was because he was frustrated with how he he left. Kind of like Sneaky. Where it's like well, Sneaky yeah, and then both always, left because something got shady. The management, right? The the team's organizations. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But but he they still love the game, of course. They're still playing it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if he come back, he he could still be like the top four because the rest of ADC and NA ADC are pretty uh, trash. I think he'll be. I think he'll be the top again, easy. Because I've just seen those games where, like, either from his YouTube channel or checking out his uh, uh, the replays and stuff he has. Like, whenever he comes across somebody, basically that's in NA right now and playing pro, he just destroys. And it is, it's, it's, it's kind of like, well, wow. okay. So here, 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 here's the, here's the cherry on top. Double lift say he would come back on certain condition, right? Right condition, basically good team, right? Not, not, not some like golden guardian or dignitas. So EG, that guy, he, he's, he's like the, the sub Kaori. Yeah. Yeah, and we're pretty sure 
We're not pretty sure. We don't know. But See, speculation is that I don't think Danny's come back. So if Danny doesn't come back, there is a potential if he wants to take it. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying under right condition, that team is is pretty good. It's up there. So the chance of him going to World is pretty high, right, compared to other teams. I'm not gonna lie. I've still been more impressed with his playing. Who? Like, yeah, they're getting with Kaori or Kaori, Kaori, whatever. He's good you with like name. one, and that's Varus. He seemed to do well with him. Other, I don't know, because he just got. I mean, the thing is, is like he, I, I like I like his positioning most of the time. It's mm -hmm. just since they got out of play-ins, he's literally had no front line. They just get steamrolled. And when you're getting steamrolled as an ADC, which, yeah, they can do a lot of damage, but they also, you know, an ADC is, is it might as well be a support if three people from the other team are on top of you. Mighty, like, you're not helping out, okay? You're not helping out Doppelliff, okay? Where would you going to put him if he wants to come No, because, see, what I think is, though, because, you know, Sneaky has said the same thing. And what I think is that they need to stop thinking like that. I think that they should be able to go into any team, but their stipulation should be, can I build the team? Not, I want to be put on a great team so that I can continue being great at greatness with greatness around me. It's, let me build the team. And if they did that, I think that they would be able to take a team like Golden Guardians or FlyQuest and make them come out of nowhere and crush people. Bro, you have two months to get to uh, Challenger as support. There you go. <laughs> hey, hey, no. hey, 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 no, just, build, building the team. I'm just right? saying, I think they should build the team because the thing is, is like, I mean, real talk, like even when LS was talking about when uh, he was close to getting a T1 coaching job, he like he met with the higher ups, but then he had to meet with Faker because if Faker doesn't agree with the way you see the game, you ain't getting on the team. Like that's bottom line. So I'm saying Faker we need is the to final boss. Because, yeah, because when it gets down to it, to go on to the what can NA do to have a better showing at Worlds, I think NA needs an identity. I think every region other than NA has developed an identity, a play style. The LPL, the fighting. They fight so much that their ability to team fight is astronomical. Like, if that's why they run into teams and teams are like, what the hell is happening? Because anytime you meet them 5v5 on the rift, you lose. It's just that simple. Korea is all about tactical like tactical play they're all about basically uh what do they call it oh i'm going blank but the not the meta game the um they basically play all the objectives and and the objectives and the movement and everything the micro is it micro macro yeah they macro there you go macro like their macro is out of control to where that even if they're at a deficit, you've been beating them the whole game. 
but they kept you on the riff long enough to where your advantages don't matter, and then they outmaneuver you on the map and destroy you. That's that's what Korea, that's why they've always been touted as the most technical players. Because they can do that. That's why Samsung White and Blue back in the day could destroy people. Because they would just outmaneuver them at every angle on the rift. And then you have uh, LEC. LEC, they're wild cards. That's their, that's their identity. It's that they can be technical. They can fight and be scrappy. But you never know what the hell you're going to run into on the rift. They always have different picks from everyone. Yes, and that, that's one thing I like about them. They will bring out interesting picks. And NA refused to die. Rarely do you see NA team will go out of outside the box, right? Yeah. LEC do. Like you see a fanatic, what's that support guy? Hillisang? Pike all yeah. the time. Fun stuff. Like sometimes, even though it's not in the meta or Pike is not even a good champion, he, he just pick. Well, Pike is an amazing champion, and he's super cheap, and I hate him. But it, yes, it's that. Yeah, it's that they're wild cards. You never know what you're going to run into facing an LEC team. That's the identity. In a, they want to be. A, they do. They want to be a mini LCK. They want it, yeah. They want to be LCK, but the macro isn't good enough or on the level necessary. They want to be LEC. They, well, they want to beat LEC, but they don't have the. They don't have the mix. They don't have the. They don't have something that they can say. Okay, this is what you do, but this is what we do. Which one will win? It's never that. It's just we don't have an identity. Yes, and they, it sucks. Yes, they do. Keep taking other regions. losers. Yeah, keep oh. taking other regions' uh, players. Yeah. Our identity is to try to is to try to basically buy the get best. those things. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to buy the macro and the and the technical like side plus the team fighting. And if we absorb enough of other regions, hopefully we'll be good. And uh, that yeah. hasn't worked out. Uh, I mean, Cortez got a green car. Sven got a green car. Who, who's got? A... Hey, hey, slowly, slowly. By the time uh, yeah. all those players up in their forties, the the whole region will all get green card from all those imports. So do do we want to look? Are we on the are we on the last words? Because I want to talk about my boy Rush, or do I need to wait a little longer? Oh, you're not gonna congrats Faker for his hundredth world gameplay, and that game oh of was course C nine. So thank yeah, and yeah. he has like a seventy two percent win rate in in worlds overall over the course of ten years. He's the best. There's, there's really nothing more to say than that. It's Faker is the greatest League of Legends player of all time. Anyone who says different, you're dumb. That's, that's just the bottom line. You're dumb. <laughs> you haven't been paying attention. Like, that's all there is to it. Yes, and um, I hope he carry his youngins to the final this year. This year. Can yeah. only make it to what semifinal or quarterfinal? I couldn't. I think he wants. To, I think he wants to win one more, and then I think he's gone. Well, then he just sit back, collect money, and uh, be a coach. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. He still can. He play. doesn't seem like the, he does. Oh no! You see, that's the thing. I don't. I don't think he'll ever really want to leave. 
But I feel like the only reason he's still here, because like you said, he has other opportunities just by existing at this point. I feel like the only reason he hasn't left is because he he wants one more. And and I, I, I don't want him to leave. I love seeing Faker. Faker always brings me to the party. But yeah, I just think he wants one more. And I think that's why that loss a few years back that made him cry i think that's why is because i think he wanted one more and they just could not get it and i think he's stuck around this long for it but you never know he could just be like yo i'm built for this i'm still at the top of the game screw it i'll keep playing which with the money he's making why not i mean he i'll could take be, it uh, he could be uh Afromu, still playing in the 30 Afromu still just 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 teaching all the ADCs and then never getting the credit he deserves. He's like respected, but he's not respected as much as he should be. But we went over that in episode one, so I'll leave that alone. Okay, so the main highlight. Come on. Rush. Talk about it. Talk about it. Rush. So, guys, Rush is back. He's in an A, and he's been... Uh, it took him a, a minute to get to get uh, set up with uh, Phoenix because he's at Phoenix's place right now, and you can hear Phoenix like giggling in the background and stuff, which is funny. He lets out weird sounds, but basically, Rush because Riot wouldn't give him a Riot account had to start over basically from the beginning. So he places he places in, I believe, at. Silver 2. And in the last four days, he's at Platinum 4. With 26 wins and 2 losses. Can I just say for the record, PV Man is back. PV Man is MVP. back, baby. Yep. And I told y'all, I told y'all he was coming. I told y'all he was still going to be at the top. Question, Just wait. Question. So when, when did you get the invitation for champion Q at what? He can't even get, he can't get it yet, but yeah, he that's has, what I'm asking. It, yeah, yeah. I, I want, what is it? Uh... He, he, he went over it, but I think he has to, I think he has a, a connection that said that if he can, if he gets, to challenger i think he can then oh, put master. in for oh, master. Master. I, I think it's i think he can get i think he only has to get to challenger before the dude said that he could get in but it might be masters it might be but know. i'm gonna tell you it's not gonna take long okay it's not gonna take long at all and i'm gonna be so happy i know i know people probably mad at me for being such a fanboy of rush but i just can't wait because there's a reason he's back the reason is he sees the thing we all see. And they need a near savior. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. is trash needs a savior. Rush can be that. But he has, a, like I was talking about with Double Lift and, and Sneaky and the way they're thinking about getting on a team, but they're like, I want to be on a good team. Build your team. Get, get Double Lift. Go to FlyQuest. Build the whole to the whole roster out around Double Lift and put Rush in the goddamn jungle. 
you can with with just those two players, you're probably making it to playoffs and probably worlds. But you build out the rest of that team as well. Jesus Christ. Then we'll have like then you then I think we'll have the beginnings of starting an identity because whatever identity North America had, I think they lost it when Double Lift and Sneaky left. I really do. Like when I just thought about it in my head, something changed when those two left. And not just because I was a fan of 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 seeing Sneaky, because like as I told you all, I didn't really care for Double Lift. But I feel like something changed. So here's a question. Okay, so so here's the thing. Every time there's an interview with the players, the 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 um the cookie cutter answer is it's the most competitive season, it's the most competitive time, you know, we ha- it's the that's that's the bottom line, right? Like they is very competitive. Yeah, you know, all the players, it's all all the teams, they're very competitive. This is the best. Okay, but it but that competitiveness, or they say that is good, does not translating to their performing at war, right? I agree with you. I feel like ever since some of the good players retired, there is no comp- competition at certain level. I would say high level, like we, like we yeah. always talk about in the beginning. There's a very few good team at at the at here, and the rest is down here. So when they say it is competitive season or it's competitive split, how? I mean, it does, I think that's I, just all a narrative to hype up the fans. And, and, yeah, and exactly. And when they say that, I, I mean, we see some, the the split, the ranking all over the place throughout the whole split. But at the same time, it's the best of one. Does not anything. And I was talking to Mike. If if your region is known for playing best of one, right? Shouldn't you have more advantage than other teams that play best of three all the time? Because no, it, yeah, yeah, you do. Because there is a different well, strategy. Well, I, well there, there, you there mean is. if I think you mean well? Let me just make sure because I think I might have understood you wrong. Um, you're saying that you have an advantage as far as within your own region. Like not not compared to another region region that plays more. No, no, I'm not playing more. I'm just saying, it's they always say there's a difference between playing taking one game off, right? Yeah. Different, and then playing best of three. That's a series, right? And LCK, yeah. LPL, they're known for playing best of three. They're like, well, we can drop up one game and see what they pick. You know, the strategy, right? It's different, right? When you play best of three. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's more of a strategy. And then when you play best of one, your own main aim is win the first, right? Because only one game. And NA has been doing that for how long? There's one time when they're doing best of two, best of three, but that's but the majority of the years, 10 years, eight years, they've been doing playing best of one. So you kind of built this already. So when and you they- go you go to world, that's the only, that's your advantage, right? Because you know how to play best of one more so than other region. So do you have a little... Like this a little bit, but then, I don't think it's. Yes, I don't think it's. Yes, I don't. Yes. I don't think it's an advantage because once you get into the meaningful stages of worlds, 
you're then at a disadvantage because you haven't practiced evolving to, to combat your enemy. The best thing, the reason I always say, like, like I said, Korea and LPL are the best regions because they play more. Just that's it. They've seen every twist and turn on meta picks, unmeta picks, strategies, everything. They get to see the breadth of how their region then evolves. Why, then it, why it, LEC is better than NA? They play best of one. They don't play more game than us. They play best of twos, or no. not best of twos. Don't they play two games? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's, they went back to best of one like us because of the way... Oh, the, they went back to it? Yeah, oh, okay. because they had yeah. to... Kind of like I didn't watch it. LEC this year. No, I just saw clip it, snippets here and there. No, it's been best of one for a couple of years now. They changed it back mm. because they want to catch more audience from us or vice versa, kind of like that. So oh, yeah. I remember when they did when they said that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, I just... I can only imagine that it has something to do with... Maybe it's the solo queue. Maybe it's just the whole region is like them, that identity, and so they can get it all. But yeah, that's <laughs> Mike caught on to it. Best of twos. <laughs> it was a I couldn't remember exactly what they played, but yeah, that was not exactly what I meant to say. But um so I think it really is just they're set in their identity and we never had one. I just I, I really think that's it. It's they play like their identity of being wild cards and having crazy picks can work internationally. Whereas us trying to be a cheaper version of Korea doesn't work. No, that's, and, and, I, I, and the thing is like bringing in and for 10 years, you only produce two NA talents. I'm like, bro. That is something you do not want to advertise to the damn world. Took you 10 years yeah. for for the next two NA talents, right? So it's going to take you another 10 years to replace those two because it took that long to replace Double Lip and Sneaky. I mean, they've I'm, never replaced them, but yeah. I mean, I'm talking about NA talents. I'm not like as in terms yeah. of like the next set of NA talents. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I do agree. After they retire, some of the you have, you know, you you still have people, I guess, pro players that from academy went to LCS and did not perform well, went back to the academy and now going back to LCS because there's nothing else, right? There is no other in the pool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like I said, best, part that, of me that, that's the best. And if you have this level and you're playing with low like this, you're not going to learn anything. Yeah. I mean, part of me, like I told you before, I didn't want Rush to come back here. I wanted Rush to go to, to LEC because he had gotten offers to go to LEC before. And I don't know if he's gotten any more, but I know he has seen a few offers, I think. Um, I think he mentioned that. But, yeah, I wanted him to go to LEC because I think they're much – a, a much better fit but i can't get mad at the man because really i mean it may be super competitive over there and north america may just be the easiest place for him to get a job well you you know rogue is doing well so that's the jungler malrang so and they were trying to mm. get him and then rush can go to uh rogue there you go we solved well, the problem 
We solved the problem? We solved the All problem. Right. NA, NA will poach uh, EU players, and then there you go. Continue to poach <laughs> EU players. Yeah, yeah, continue. But, yeah. All right. Well, is are we wrapping up? Yes. So uh, where are we going to find you in a, for the rest of the week? Well, I'm going to be doing the podcast on Fridays on the Twitch Mighty Vicious channel. Also, check out my YouTube at Mighty Vicious and uh, check out the new stuff I've been making and doing. And uh, yeah, and that's that's about where I'm going to be at. Soon I'm going to start streaming some gaming and uh, and uh, get out of podcast. Well, not get out of podcasting, but basically i'm gonna have the podcast shows and then i'm gonna be streaming games as well as well as some other stuff so we'll get to that then uh once i once i get my grind on i'm gonna do the hot tub stream so y'all can see all these delicious terry folds and some hot water (laughs) okay just just uh as long as you don't want to do those uh those foam pit thing Oh, break my back in two <laughs> I don't need help from a foam cage to break my back in two places. Yeah, I just need to go down the that. steps wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely staying away from those things. All right. That sounds good. For me, nothing. Just trying to upload this <laughs> podcast. And then when is God of War coming out? November? Next month. Next month, right? November? Yes. Yeah. So that that's the only game I'm I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah, and then probably trying to catch up some One Piece. Oh, yeah, there's a couple anime I want to talk to you about, but we can talk about offline. What? What you got? Chainsaw Man? No, but Mike want to watch that. No, my my friend told me about Fate Night or Stay Fate. Oh, oh God! Oh. Yeah, is that Fate? Bad? fate staying or whatever the i just i didn't like it but it's multiple it endings, was, right yeah yeah okay it just wasn't interesting to me but when it comes down to me i'm a snob that that you are okay well that's what's recommended to me because we already finished uh cyberpunk which was great did you finish it yeah i finished it oh you finally okay Yes, my girl with Becca. Yes, the the, the you of the series. <laughs> so the main as soon as I saw her, I was like, "Oh, V." Yes. <laughs> so that I I don't know. For, for it was good in the first couple episodes, and I knew the main guy was gonna make bad decision. We just know he's gonna f himself up, and what you know, what you know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, no no spoilers. There are people out there that probably want to watch the game and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to come back to the game as well. That might be one of the things I play. Because I started it, but then I went back to Dreams, and I just haven't touched it since. So I played, like, the very first act of Cyberpunk 2077, and then I wanted then now I have to, I have to go back. Oh, crap. You, getting you, have back on, some uh, stuff. you have it on PlayStation, though, right? Yeah, PS5. Oh, shoot. We Why? Play. No, you get him back. No. He's like, maybe we can play on um, PC. Well, it's it's not um, it's it's not a multiplayer game. It's a single player campaign. Sorry, Mike. So yeah, I mean, they were supposed to be releasing a multiplayer aspect to it, 
But then because of all the controversy, like, and all the stuff that happened when it was launched, they nixed it. But now they're talking about bringing back multiplayer, but it might not be until the next uh, installment. So, and we don't know what type of multiplayer that's going to be. So, you know, if it's a co-op thing or whatever, but I would love, I would absolutely love to have Cyberpunk as a co-op thing to play with friends. That would, that city is great. It just, even with all the problems they had, it was great. So before we end this, I think I got your ratio okay this time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. I've been watching it. It looks perfect. It does look perfect. Thank you. I'm not censored on the screen, but that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Yo. Um, I'm going to find your favorite animal. I'm just going to put up there. I'm going to do those cat talk. I get the app that the cat's speaking. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, I'm fine. No, I'm you good. ain't, bro. You, you know, you, 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 I'm, okay. I'm good. You're not gonna. You're not gonna weave me out. Oh, look at that! Rush went live 23 minutes ago. I Time guess I go. know what I'm doing. <laughs> go, 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 go! Stop your fanboy number one. No, I will. I will. Okay. Bye, everybody. Thank you for watching this. I will post this podcast after tomorrow. On. Anchor. So we'll be on Spotify, Google, and Apple. Yep. Bangarang. All right. Bye, everyone. If I can find the stop. <laughs>